Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everyone. Wait, why is he saying I'm muted and unmuted? Hey, everyone. You're listening to Stay Woke with Tori and Jay, and this is Behind the Music Panel on June 4th. Jay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm sorry. We were having technical difficulties. I didn't even know. About, oh, I thought, it said I was muted, then unmuted, bitch. I didn't know what the hell was going on. But hey, what's up, y'all? We got a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. You know, we run a little late. Torian was over there clowning. So, you know, without further ado, we have some discussion to talk about. So, you know, yesterday, me and Torian, you know, we go to, you know, Club Zero, you know, we went and, you know, the musical guest of the night was Diamond and Princess of Prime Up. So, you know, we get there and, you know, first of all, it was just, it. I mean, Torian, you know, for yourself, it was a lot going on. Like, it was fight. It was a it lot was, going on. <laughs> It was a lot, a lot going on. But, I mean, to be honest, for the most part, I think it was more so that this is how it really happened. Like, when we got there, I'm like, I'm trying to make sure Diamond and Princess is really going to be there because I'm not, (laughs) no, you're not going to trick me. Because if you think that you're going to trick me, I'm going to ask my motherfucking money back. One, excuse <laughs> language on Sunday. This is raw, uncut, and in color. But you're not going to take my money because y'all can't feel y'all club. Now, the thing was, the club was dope. Club Zero Degrees was dope. It was a lot of people. It was black music. Everybody was turned up. Everybody was twerking. Everybody was vibrating. Like, it was good. But they told right. us Diamond and Princess was going to be there at 12. And he said he had them on a contract. Mind you, 12 got here, they still like that. 12, 30 got there, still like that. Ended up going with our friend, Jane. Going to the bathroom. We walk past the bathroom, and we go down the other hall. Going down the <laughs> other hall. End up going into the private going into the private dressing room, you know, private bathroom, where you know the sink is supposed to be, because we were stuck. He was trying to see if Damon and Princess was there, so I'm like, oh my God, you finna get us kicked out for we even see them. Right. Oh, I was so livid. I was like, he was like, oh, remember them Asian boys. I was like, so you was really trying to find the bathroom. He didn't got to put his mouth, his finger like, he didn't got to put his finger to his mouth like, Shh. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, because you don't do that. I mean, it was fun. Like, it was funny. Like, it, it wouldn't have been funny if we got kicked the fuck out, but. It, it was funny for the most part because we was like, everybody was looking at us because we just tried to sneak in, and then the security guard was watching us and shit because we had already did it. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And he's like, what? What happened? And I'm like, you know exactly what you did. But right. After that situation, 
it was a situation with the dude. And then you follow me on Snapchat, go follow me. If you don't, go follow me. Audi, A-U-D-I underscore Merchdat, M-E-R-C-H-D-A-T-T. And like, we had went We had went to the front of the club <laughs> where they were supposed to be performing. They had got there like one thirty, one forty five. So everybody just crowding around, you know, they trying to see them or whatever, like they are waving to the audience and stuff, you know. Like they just got this. So like everybody trying to get their pictures and their videos and I was talking about pictures of my videos and like they turned the music on and they started twerking and stuff and this one boy was twerking. It looked like he was twerking with the girl. Because you know how, like, sometimes you will be twerking, you got your back turned, somebody else will twerk on you, and y'all will just be right. twerking. And I think, like, he was twerking too hard, and he knocked her ass down. And, like, me and Jay tried to catch her, but it was too late. So I guess her drink <laughs> fell all on her. And I'm telling you, baby, as soon as she got back up, baby, she... She connected her fist to that boy's face. And it was murder she wrote. Because after that happened, they both got pulled down. And he was just looking like, he, he was kind of frustrated. But I'm like, if you knew what you was doing, like you would have knew that you knocked her down. Although I know he wasn't trying to. I know he wasn't trying to. You know, sometimes when you be when you get some lick in your system, you be turned up and you be dancing like, you don't know okay. what you really be doing. That's why I'm like, the club was it was hot. It was jumping. It was just crowded. And then you, you don't know how other black people are. So, like, when you in a space and you crowded and stuff like that, turned up, juking, all of this, you didn't bump into the wrong person that ain't turned on you and swung out. Like, you just don't know. Like, it, it was in the hood. Like, well. you knew it was in the hood. So, yeah, yeah, on it was the on the west side, side of Chicago. So, <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna sit up there and say West Side versus South Side because this ain't that like every hood, every side got their own whatever. You got your thumper, you got your hitter, you got this, you got that. It is what it is, but West Side ain't wanna play just like South Side ain't wanna play. So when you do something, that fits connected to that face. And it was what it was. That ain't even the worst part. <laughs> this girl went up on stage. She went up on the DJ booth, talking to the DJ booth, talking to the DJ. Got mad, walked off, went to talk to her friends. Her friends trying to calm her down. She like nah, so she ended up walking out. Then she came back and she walked back up to the DJ booth. Why this girl tried to pull the sound system out? <laughs> like I'm like whoa, like y'all. And then when she did that, they pulled her off and they snatched her out. And her brother must have ran up on the security guard. So now we think, oh shit, the club gonna get shut down already. I'm like, oh. And mind you, Diamond like, Princess Damn. had just got there. When all like, of this and it was so down. crazy because I was just like, what? Like, what's going on? And then, at this point, I'm thinking, like, I didn't know I didn't know if they was doing it because Diamond and Princess was in the building, you know, like, crime out, like, you automatically think, you know, like, they hood, they ghetto, they turned up, like, 
maybe they thought they was going to get recorded or something. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was. But all I know is moving along to the performance review and the announcement. The performance, like, it was, it was you know, it was dope. Like, I liked it. Like, it was because what they started with, Stiletto, then yep. they went to Nuck If You Buck. Then, no, it wasn't Nuck If You Buck. It was Stiletto Punk. It was, it was Rocky Hill. Uh, it yeah, was Rocky Hill. And then it was Bitch, I'm Not the One. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was turned like if you know the lyrics, like I I know when they were doing Nuck If You Buck, this boy kept turning around because I. Deep down, I was really trying to say the lyrics, but you know, when you get liquor in your system and you drunk, you can't say what you really trying to say. And you know, enough if you buck, they was rapping so fast, you you know exactly what you saying, but you not saying it because <laughs> you drunk. <laughs> because I'm holding my camp, I'm holding my phone up, getting the video, and. <laughs> But no, for the most part, it was good. Now, I will. Now, I do have to say this. Well, I'm going to let Jay say it because Jay wants to put in his segment. You need to say it. Uh, Diamond. Not that. Not, sorry, not Diamond. Princess. Oh, you just tried to dog Diamond. Girl, Princess, you need to cut it. So, you know, when they get to the song, Nuck If You Buck, why when Diamond, when the song started, you know, not diamond side. Oh, no, I can. Princess goes to pull out her phone. And, you know, at first I was like, oh, okay, she on Snapchat. You know, she probably recording us. Like, it's turned up in this club, you know. So, oh, no, 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 no. It was something completely different. Princess is like pulling up the lyrics to her song. Girl, this song 14 years old. This was a song that put y'all on the map. Girl, you don't know your lyrics. You need to cut it. Like, come on now. Like, uh-uh. First of all, you know you performing. Like, if you didn't know your lyrics, okay, I'm going to give you some time. If you don't know your lyrics, make sure you, like, look at your lyrics on the way here. You don't pull out your phone and be like, oh, that's like, like, girl, what? I mean, it's just kind of like the whole Mariah Carey thing. Girl, you've been singing these songs for over 20 years, and for you to get up and put your mic out to the crowd and be like, you singing? Oh, no, no. You wouldn't have got paid. You would have got some deduction out of your check for that right there. Like, you need to cut it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, you know I mean, like I said, I'm like it's all good. Like you know I feel like it was so many things to it. Like I liked the reunion, I did. Like I feel like the reunion was a long time coming, but you know, sometimes I kinda find it kinda, you know. I'm not sitting up I'm not saying anything bad about Diamond and Princess. I love Diamond and Princess. Like they they was what made me nut if you was motherfucking buck when I was right. growing up, when I was in school. All of they songs together, them two. It was just like, I thought it was like a long time coming because if y'all really paid attention to Diamond and Princess, y'all would know, like maybe, I want to say like maybe like five or six years ago, they was at a cookout and they had got into it. And they, I think, I don't know if they caught the fight on camera, but from what I was told, they did fight. The video that you see was an altercation of them. It didn't show the fight. 
So it's just like, I mean, like, it's it's a blessing that y'all don't hold on to verses and, like, y'all move past it, but it's just like, you know, what had kind of got me was I get, it might have took y'all a while to get down or whatever the case may be, but I feel like professional-wise, damn it, I'm expecting you to be professional because, baby, you've been on TV. You've been a solo artist. So you've been places and you've done things so you know like a timely fashion is 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 it's gold. Like I don't know what it was. Like I'm not saying like maybe maybe it was trash. Like I don't know. I just know what I was told. I was told y'all was y'all was gonna be there at twelve, y'all to get this to like one thirty, one forty five. And y'all performed like four, five songs, you know. And then y'all made this announcement, and we and we really was we was really in that club, deep tech people, parking, drive right, like they waited till y'all got there. But I feel like y'all only stayed for so long, and I think it was a disappointment because like we really wanted to turn up with Diamond and Princess, like literally. Like I know y'all had to perform the whole night, but like we was expecting to turn up. Like we knew y'all wasn't gonna like come out there and dance with us because the club was so packed. But, like, we was expecting, like, y'all to be like, woo, like, let's turn up. Like, y'all record us. Like, y'all come out and y'all dance. Like, you know, I don't – I ain't going to say y'all was scared because I don't understand why y'all would be scared. But, you know, maybe it was fulfilled. Like, y'all thought, like, somebody's going to throw something on y'all and y'all might have to fight. Like, I hope y'all didn't think like that. But you you just never know. But moving along so we can go on here because, you know, it's an hour show today. We're not doing two. But this is the premiere behind the music department. They made an announcement and they was like, you know, we're coming with new music, with a new album, with a new video, and we got a new song. Should we do it? And Princess was like, should we? <laughs> and Dan was like, we can. And so we figured they're going to perform the song. Didn't perform the song. Told us the album come out June 23rd. You said the video come out June twenty third. I'm like, <laughs> who called in? Um, I guess. What mm. happened? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just faced for me because <laughs> somebody did call in, but they hung up. So I guess you know they ain't had nothing to say. <laughs> but no, like I just feel like I wasn't really I loved it. I just, you know, I really hope they do come out with some music because this is the first time they see it. And like I couldn't go find them on like Instagram. Like if y'all found them on Instagram, please message me at Torian.bayradio at iCloud.com so I can figure out what they Facebook and they Snapchat is because I was really looking for them. But like I don't know what her name would be. I feel like I would have to go like on Google or I have to go on Safari and actually look it up. And I'm just like, I'm still trying to recover from that. But no, moving along, we're going to speed this up. Let's talk about Anime and Kalani's new single, PBGB. And I think it was released like maybe like a couple of days ago. And I think it's dope. Like I listened to it in the car with Jay. And he was like, Oh, you played it, but you know, like <laughs> he was going through something, so it was all good. But I mean, he's probably gonna listen to it now. 
But I mean, I've listened to it already. Oh, you did? What you thought? Yeah, I mean, it was real cool and chill. It had like a, you know, a mild beat to it, you know. And that's the one thing I love about Kalani. Like, she... Like she kind of has like different tones and ranges. Oh, do I? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Is it better now? Mm-hmm. Okay, but she, you know, she like her, like she can change up her tone and stuff like that with the kind of beats that she does. And I, like, I really liked it. It was like really like cool, chill, laid back. You know, like this album. That it, was, has, it, it, I really, it was kind of like I want to say it was kind of like. When anime made Caroline, it was kind of like Caroline Part Two because it was just like it just had that flow to it. Mm-hmm. It just had that flow like you find somebody that you really like, and I thought like the cover art was so cute of them when the picture to Paris, like because it's just to me, heebie-jeebies is about that. It's about that puppy love, but it's like when you take puppy love to a newest new extent, like you found you find somebody that you feel like so connected with, like this just different that's what the part, that's where i feel like the part different species came from because you know we're so used to our species and it's just like when you meet somebody new that don't remind you of nobody that you've ever dated or that you've ever messed with it's just like right. you're like you different like and i like that that's why i like tbgb so much because it's like a love song but it's like the type of love that you want you want somebody different and that gives you mm-hmm. tbgb And, and that goes a long key. way. That goes a long way when you make music that people can actually relate to. Because it's just like, oh my gosh, like I know that feeling. Like, and then you just start thinking about that person, and you just like, oh my gosh, like you know. So right. that, I you mean, just fall in love. Right. But see, the reason they don't make it, and I feel like it's perfect because anime isn't a singer. It's not like it's Bryson Tiller and Kalani or. Is who's another name that I can say? Like who else to think of? Like it's not like it's Khalid and Kalani. It's not like it's another singer in Kalani. It's a rapper, and so it's just like you got that thuggy sense to it. Like so, yes, it got cussing in it, but it's high because it's still a right. song. But moving along, Bryson Tiller's new album, True to Self has got its first number one on the chart. Oh, really? Congratulations, Bryson Tiller. Like, it's a really Kudos good album. Like, you. I've listened to it. Like, some people have told me, like, they've listened to it all the way through, and they're listening to it again. So I'm pretty sure, like, by this point, they've listened to it about three, four times. But I've been listening to it. Like, I just <laughs> feel like Bryson Tiller, this is the time for him. Like, summer is here. Like mm-hmm. summer sixteen was Drake, summer seventeen is Braxton Tiller. Because before right. you even came out with your album, like all of the singles that you released are not on your album, but they're all hot. And now your album is hot. So it's just like your team, shout out to them, shout out to you, like y'all doing it. Like this is your this is your summer. And I hope when it's time for Grammy to roll around, you do get your Grammy. Yeah, moving along to a favorite topic that I want to talk about. It's not my favorite topic, but, you know, it's one of my favorite topics, which is 
Chloe and Holly. And if any of y'all know, Chloe and Holly was founded by Beyonce back when they were doing covers on YouTube. And they kind of blew up when they did her song. And it's just like, she, they actually got signed to Parkwood Records, which is Beyonce's record label. Like, Beyonce signed a couple other people, but these are, I want to say those two girls, those are her protégés. Like, I want, I think that Beyonce believes, like, you know that you will never, like, you will probably be on top or you will be deemed as a legend. And it'll be nobody that will really sit at the top, top with you. But as far as this new generation, she knows it's for them. And I'm glad that she's working with them because they debut album, The Two of Us. Like, some people have mixed reviews. Some people say they don't like Chloe and Holly. They say, yeah, they can sing, but they're not all that. But y'all have to understand that these girls are young. Like, they're developing their voice more and more and more. You got to learn. You got to remember that when they got signed, they were younger than they are now. And now they're just doing something like they're they're finding their voice, like they're finding their sound. And I feel like that's the perfect person to work with because you know Beyonce is big on production. Beyonce is big on producing. Beyonce is big on this. So the best person to have with you in the studio to play with an album or to play with videos would be her. Because she's been she's gotten nominated for so many different awards just along on her productions and her just along on her production. In her direction. What you think? I definitely agree with you, and and shout out to Beyonce, like for even signing them. Like you know, Beyonce, like she signed all those, uh, paid for all those girls to go to college. Like Beyonce, she does a lot. She does help out the her, you know, the community and especially women in a lot of ways. So, I kudos to Beyonce for that. You know. I, of course, you know, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm a little biased because, you know, I'm a Beehive member, even though Torian like to say when I want to be. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, but just kudos to Beyonce for, you know, I give her I, much props for that. And I can't wait for you to pop out these babies so we can see them. Yes. Because yes. Oh, and you know she, uh, you know she's doing um, Coachella 2018 now. Yeah. So yeah. Now, no, so you know. On, because we got a few more topics to talk about before we get to the big grand grand thing. We're gonna do Party Next Door's new EP, Colors Two, and if you know me, you know that I'm extremely. In love with Party Next Door. Extreme. <laughs> love all of his music. Love all of it. Even if it's sounds shitty. I love all of it. Just because <laughs> he, Party Next Door is like, people are arguing, they'll say that The Weeknd is Drake's counterpart, but I believe, without a doubt, Party Next Door is Drake's counterpart. Really? That's why they do more music together than you see him do with The Weeknd. Like, when The Weeknd first came, like, when he brought The Weeknd over to the U.S., and they did, like, his first couple albums had a lot of, had a couple songs with Drake on it. But you will notice every album that Drake and Party Next Door has released, they have both featured on consistently. 
and they always become hits. The songs were both of them in it. Mm-hmm. Am I lying? No, you definitely telling the truth. So I really do believe that Party Next Door is Drake's counterpart. Maybe because they both from the same place. Like, I don't know. I just know I like Party Next Door a lot. And he just, I'm not going to say he's the only person, but I'm going to say he's one of the first people that I've seen that actually was in the crowd performing and he stopped and everybody was yelling his shit. Like, I mean, he didn't even have to say nothing else because everybody knew the lyrics. I mean, everybody in the audience knew the lyrics. When nobody just standing there silent. Everybody was yelling. That shit was loud. And that's why I want to go to one of his concerts so bad because I'm going to be the first one. What? Because I know it. <laughs> but no. Because <laughs> I'm clowning. You know what? Because I want to get to the good part, the little battle, I'm going to have to skip what's hot and what's not because I don't feel like we have enough time for that. So I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to jump to a little something that I feel like I don't, I haven't heard too many people talk about, which is Latoya Luck's new album, Back to Life. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people have their opinions about Latoya Lucky. And everybody's entitled to them. Like, I'm I'm not against that. I just want to say that me personally, as far as I haven't been a fan of all of her work, I will say that I I love Latoya's voice. When when she's with the right team, she can make the good she can make good music. Now moving along from that, Back to Life was a good song. Like it was a couple other good songs. But as I said, when you work with the right team, you make good music. Not saying her album is horrible or not saying her album is bad. I'm just saying her album didn't really chart which is no different than her last album. Mm-hmm. So, in this instance, I want to sit up there and say something before we go on to the next segment. Do y'all think that Beyonce got some type of voodoo on people? <laughs> because, I mean, I find it kind of funny, like, what she did for a mention. You know she was in New Orleans, and you know that they about that. They with that, and you know, you know Tina, Creole, and that's where her side of the family from. So it's just like, I don't know, because you got to think about every person Beyonce that got into it with. When she got into it with Carrie Hilson and that lady, she pulled up on her and showed her that magazine, and she was like, she didn't know who that was. And I was like, you know who this is? And it was Jay-Z and Beyonce, and she was like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, as soon as she did that, like, Carrie Hilson has not been successful. <laughs> And I find that funny because it's just like, oh, if she did it, that's when it happened. And, you know, Latavia and Latoya was the beginning. They were the beginning result. Just like Farrah was the beginning result. Like, girl, when y'all sit up there and say whatever y'all said about Beyonce, when y'all tried to tell her daddy, y'all wasn't, y'all wasn't relative. Like, y'all wasn't relevant. Like, I feel like I think, Latoya's first album was her best album, and after that, it just went downhill. I feel like she had hits, but everybody makes hits with Luda. Let's just be honest. 
Monica's made hits with so many people have made hits with Luda. So it's just like you I I'm not gonna give you an album because you made a hit or two. I'm going to give you an album because you actually put it in the work. But I really don't feel like it's Latoya's fault because Latoya can really sing. I think it's the fact that when y'all come in, Beyonce is a dub. Yeah, especially like, I think Latavia. It's just voodoo. I think Latavia got the worst of it. Because <laughs> you know well, that's, that. You, you the one want to get on R&B D. You want to get on television and claim something got some birds in the sky. <laughs> Girl, who's doing this? And they was like, <laughs> But now I'm going to let Jay kick off this next segment. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce the first two little versus battles that we have. In the first versus battle, I feel like we should start with per request of a certain someone. <laughs> and the versus battle was Seven Streeter versus Kelly Rowland. Now, initially, <laughs> I said that was a reach. And the only reason I said it was a reach was because it it, it started to, it wasn't, I feel like at first it was about accolades and what all they have accomplished and then it turned into vocals. So I'm just like, let's just start with accolade wise. Seven Streeter, I love you much. I've been following you since the beginning. But you were a part of two girl groups with shelved albums. The fact that we the fact that we were really finna sit up there and do this Kelly versus seven in a girl group, baby. Destiny Chell is the top third best girl group of all time. Seven Streeter, Rich Girl, and Girl Tan, they don't even fall in the top 20. I don't even think they in the top 30. And they were saying, like, okay, well, she she's the best singer. I'm not saying that Seven is not the best Streeter, but guess what? Beyonce was the best singer of her group, and she held her group up. It don't matter if she thought Kelly and Michelle could sing or not. Because when it wasn't Michelle and when it was Latavia and Latoya, she was holding them up. You got to understand, they were girls and they were still learning. They were still learning their voices. They were still learning to work with their voices. And the only person they knew off top that could just give you what you needed was Beyonce. So it was up to Beyonce to lead her group. At the end of the day, if you're going to be the leader of a group, you need to lead. If you're going to be lead vocalist, you need to lead. You are the captain. It's up to you to make sure your girls are up to part with you. So I need everybody to quit trying to blame me on the fact that, okay, well, you know, she can just sing and it's not nobody else's responsibility. Y'all all grown. Yes, y'all all grown. But somebody has to be the leader. Right. So the fact that you want recognition that you were in two girl groups or that you were in a girl group and y'all have shelled albums, and yeah, y'all opened up. You've opened up for Beyonce, or you've opened up for Destiny Child. Like you've opened up for I Am X. 
which was Marcus Houston's boy group when he was young boy. You opened up for B2K when Omarion's group when they were younger. But you weren't the only one because y'all weren't as successful as those groups. So like I said, moving on from that, Alkalade, you released a nice EP. You released two EPs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kelly has released four albums. <laughs> three of which charted at the top. Two or three charted at the top. Correct. Granted, Kelly isn't all like that. Kelly isn't big in the U.S., but Kelly is big overseas. And that's what counts because she's still getting paid. Now, like I told my friend, I said, you know what? To stop this argument that's not going to get us anywhere, how about you come back to me when Seven releases Girl Interrupted and we see where she charts? And I think I think Jay thought it was a key because I'm just like, it, it, it wasn't really a conversation. Either. It was just like, it makes, like, we can go all day long about who we think is better. But we won't know until we do it album wise. We won't know until Seven releases her album. You can't, I don't think that you can get an award for an EP. It has to be an LP. And you haven't released one. So until we know, that's just how it's got to be. True that. Moving on to Tink versus Kalani, which I feel like is a struggle, which I feel like is a reach. Really? I feel like it's a stretch. How? We'll do this one. Do it. Well, okay, with Tink versus Kalani. Okay, they're both very similar in certain ways, and I kind of want to go. <laughs> I kind of want to lean towards one more than the other, but I don't know how Torian is going to feel about this. <laughs> I mean, you can lean whichever way you want to lean. I ain't saying you can't lean. I'm saying when it comes down to it, what is we doing this based off of? Is we doing this based off? Alkalades is we doing this based off vocals or is we doing this off performance? Because like I said, I haven't, like, I've seen Kalani perform in different instances, and to be honest, like, it don't sound like how it sounds on the record. That don't mean I don't like Kalani because I love both of them deeply. I've been following them. I've been following Tink since her mixtape days, and I've been following Kalani since her EP days. So it's not that. Like it's not like I'm I'm just trying to be mean. Like I'm just saying, like I've seen some of Kalani's tours and it's just like like one, she's not dancing, but you dancing in your videos and I know you know how to dance. Cause in your first <laughs> video before you even got signed, you were dancing. So it's like I know you can dance, so I don't know why you're not dancing. But see the thing about the difference between Tink and Kalani, as far as performance-wise, is. I know for a fact, Tink is going to get on stage and Tink is going to rap. And Tink, or Tink is going to get on stage and Tink is going to sing. Not seeing Kalani won't sing and rap. I'm just seeing Kalani. I, maybe maybe you just growing. Maybe that's what it is. 
but I've seen Tink perform when she was out in Chicago, actually, because it's on video. And she's going to do what she's supposed to do. Not saying Kalani won't. I'm just saying Kalani on tour, like, it's not giving me what I want. Like, I'm expecting you to be like, okay, like, even if you ain't got your headset, I'm expecting you to have your mic and you do your dance and you do what you're supposed to do. And I don't see that. I mean, I I agree with you because originally I was going to say Tink because I believe, I believe if Tink had the right people with her, because she's working with Timberlake, right? Correct? Yeah. First of all, I don't know what he's doing with her, honestly, but I believe if she had like a better support system or a better team or label, she could probably be as big, well, much better than Kalani and even Seven Streeter because for all that matter, like, I feel like Tink is, like, I know you had mentioned it once before and we talked, like, she's kind of like, she has that Aaliyah-type vibe, you know, with her music and whatnot. And, I mean, come on, because, I mean, everybody sing a million, her cover on a million. So, I mean, like, she raps, she sings, like she can perform, like you said. Like I, I just didn't like the team. I just didn't like the Aaliyah comparison with Seven. Like I'm not saying that Seven doesn't give me Aaliyah vibes, but as far as you got to understand, Aaliyah didn't sing like Seven. Seven is just a Seven has a powerful voice. Like I'm not saying that Aaliyah didn't have a powerful voice, but they didn't sing alike. I feel like I feel like Seven can sing Aaliyah songs beautifully, but I feel like Tink has more of an Aaliyah vibe because you know Aaliyah was like a tomboy, mm-hmm. and Seven is not. Seven is a girly girl, sexy. Not saying Aaliyah wasn't sexy because Aaliyah could be sexy, but Aaliyah Definitely was more could. of a laid back type of person and that's how Tink is. That's why I feel like when Timberless said he had a dream that Aaliyah came to him and he told he told him that Tink was the one, I believe it because when you look at Tink, Tink do give you that Aaliyah vibe because Tink is just I'm not gonna sit up there and say she is tomboyish and I'm not gonna say that she's not tomboyish, but Tink has that laid back niggas vibe like you know she'll sing about niggas she'll rap about niggas it is what it is that's how I feel so when it comes to Tink versus Kalani I feel like accolades wise like album wise because Tink has not released the album of course I would go with Kalani but as far as giving me what I want like as far as coming to performance that would have to go to Tink But you know, True. you got you know the keys to the next. Oh yes, what I must say in the last twenty minutes of our show, we have to do what I like to think is death match. And what I mean by death match is it's a fight to the finish. And I feel like it's our opinion. And feel free to call in nine one seven eight eight nine two nine two four. And we try or to if you argue. got questions, you can message us at Torian 
iCloud.bayradio at iCloud.com and jjai.bayradio at iCloud.com and voice your opinions because deathmatch, today's deathmatch, or this Sunday's deathmatch, better said, is of the girl group of the 90s and the thousands. And without further ado, I'm going to let Jay kick it off. Okay. Well, for the first one, we have SWV versus Brownstone. Oh. Now, you know, SWV, SWV voices, but let's not forget Brownstone, all three of them bitches can sing. They did. They want to. They did. Like Brownstone, I feel like. Achievements-wise, I would give it to SWV. Vocal-wise, I would give it to Brownstone. Because mm-hmm. I think Brownstone would sing them into the black a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, they like, you got to understand, Brownstone is old school. Not saying SWV not old school, because SWV got that hit, but, but it's something about Brownstone <laughs> Damn, like, like they are so soulful. They like, girl, they just give me. That. If you want to have a competition, let's go. But you're, you're not gonna do it. Not seeing SWB can't sing. They can. Well, you know they, they can, can they but Coco. Coco was really the one who helped them together. Like when you talked about the leader, how you hold your girls together. Coco did that for them. She, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, she held you together. I mean, but see, vocally ain't about vocally holding somebody together because either you can sing or you can't sing. You're not saying they can't sing, but it's just either you are a powerful single or you're a backup singer, and that's just what it is. <laughs> Every group knows who their lead singer is and who the backup singers are. Everybody knows whether you're second leg or your third leg. You know your place. And it's always up to the lead singers to hold their group up. But I feel like, just like, I feel like with Brownstone, each and every single one of them, all of them could hold their own. Like, it, I didn't feel like nobody needs to cover anybody else in Brownstone. They all, they all sounded beautifully together. Yeah, they really did. So it's just like not seeing SWB's voices didn't, didn't meld together. I'm just saying I don't feel like it melded together like ground sounds did. But you know, moving All on. right, so we're gonna say we're gonna say the winner is Brownstone. Um, <laughs> the second battle we have Good Girl versus June's Diary. You and know what? To me, you, this one is tough. This it is it really is. I feel like June's diary, like that's like Destiny Child's protege. Let's just be honest. So, but good girl, good girl is something that you need to look out for. If y'all don't know, you can check their social media at We Are Good Girl. They got videos on YouTube that I think are worth looking at. Good girl. Now, coming from my point of view, because I already seen a lot of their work, and I've seen when they were on 
was it America's Got Talent or was it, I think it was America's Got Talent. Yeah, America's Got Talent. So it was just like when I've seen them perform as far as how long they've been performing and as far as how long when June's Diary got put together, I'm going for Good Girl. Only because Good Girl, you got three singers and you got a rapper. June's Diary, I want to say is Five Girls. Yeah, five girls. It's five girls. And y'all all sing it. Y'all all sing wonderfully. Y'all voices fit like a glove to each other. Now, it would I feel like it was a key behind June's diary because we had set up there and said a couple of the members, we had said it was if Destiny's Child never broke up if they kept all of their members. So that means mm-hmm. It was Kelly, Beyonce, and Michelle, along with Latavia, Latoya, and Farrah. So it's just like if the group didn't break up, because we feel like, I mean, all together y'all sound well, but you can tell who's the strongest from who's not the strongest. And I feel like with Good Girl, you know who's the leader. All of the girls are strong, and and whatever girl isn't strong, you help them with. But I feel like as of now, Good Girl is who I want to say is my pick. But I feel like I don't want to sit up there and prejudge. So I feel like we will end up coming back to this because neither one has released the album. So it would it would be it wouldn't be fair to go based off of accomplishments because I don't feel like any of them have accomplishments yet. But one good girl, you. Um, I was gonna say June's diary. I, I mean, I just so feel like tie, So let's see how we can break it. <laughs> um, which song did you like better from both of them? Let's say Lance versus. Let's say Lance versus versus Focus. Which one did you like better? Okay, now I did like Focus. I did like that. I really like that. I was just because Good Girl did a show. cover on Focus, and they did a music video, and they danced and all. And June's Diary did Lance. And I'm just saying, you know, like for the tiebreaker, which song did you like better? And to be honest, mine. Even though I love Lance, but you know, they said it was kind of people the critique it, and they said it was kind of typical. Because, you know, like, we live in an era of fuck boys and such and such and such. So, like, my one would have had went to focus because I feel like I like Good Girls version better than I like Ariana's version. But it's up to you. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I'm going to be honest. I did like focus better. I did. <laughs> okay. So, the winner of this battle is Good Girl, but we will come back to it. Now, what's the next one? The next one is these. Now this is neck and neck. The seven oh two versus total. Oh, you know how I feel about P Diddy groups. <laughs> you know I don't even like half of P Diddy groups. I like I. I just don't. I don't know why. Like I feel like day twenty six, they were all right. Like I liked them when they first came out. 
and I like Danny McCain when they first came out. But what people, feel, what I feel like people don't understand is, I feel like P Diddy or Sean Combs, I feel like he hurts people's careers more than he helps them. I really believe that. Now, I feel like, I feel like in the nineties, he didn't. I feel like. After that, like with the whole making the band thing with Danny Kane and Day Twenty Six, him, who else he had after that? I think he hurt their career. But I think in the nineties, because you know Total was around and they did stuff with Biggie and whatnot. So I don't think he, I don't think he hurt the, he hurted them that much in the beginning. But you know, I think going into the two thousands and stuff like that, I do think that he did hurt and run a lot of groups to the ground. Like I said, Day 26, B5, uh, Danny D. Kane. Like, I don't think he knew what the fuck he was doing, you know. So, I, I mean, I can agree with that. And I feel like when it comes to 702, 702, it was just something about 702 that I like. Like, Philo was my favorite song. And it was just so, like, it gave me that it gave me like that old school R and B like it was like I feel like it was new gen it was like new generation salt and pepper. But with three girls. That's just what I got, like from seven oh two. And it's just so crazy that I feel like some people may not agree with me, but I just feel like you gotta accept the fact that around that time, around the 90s, it was so many girl groups, so it was just really hard to really compare. But what you really couldn't was, you had to accept the fact that some girls were different and some girls weren't. And the girls that weren't different, they didn't stick around. And the girls that did, they did. Now, if you ask me between the two, I don't think neither one really stuck around for a long time, but I feel like in the two, one was better. And in my personal opinion, I feel like 702 was better than Tucker. <laughs> Only because I feel like Total didn't have hits unless it was features versus 702, which did have hits without features. Cause it's just like if I listen to like I was listening to one of their albums and I'm just like I was listening to like the first song then I have to get to like the third song and I'm like, well this is a snooze fest. <laughs> I just feel like it was so low, it was like so droning, like it was just singing. I just couldn't, I couldn't get in. Like I didn't hear no vocals. Like I just wanted, I wanted something like, cause when I think of a girl group in the '90s, I'm thinking of very vocal, talented women. This, this ready to voice, just ready to share their voice, like so ready to just, you know, sometimes even do the most, like even Kalani, even Seven, like even any girl likes to, how do I put it? Because Kalani was also in a group too. Any girl likes to sit up there and show what they showcase their talent, their personal talent, not the talent they could do as a group, but when it's their verse, just like with Beyonce. Even if it was Destiny Child, you knew Beyonce, you knew Michelle, and you knew Kelly. Even when Beyonce would do the chorus, 
she would showcase her personal talent. Even when it was her voice, even when it was her verse, she would showcase her talent. Even when it was a bridge, she would showcase her talent. And I feel like Total didn't give me that. I feel like 702 gave me that. But Total didn't give me that. And maybe it was because that's not P. Diddy didn't want them to do that. I don't know. Which is why I go back to I feel like P. Diddy harmed more than he helped. That's why making the band was fun for entertainment. But as far as really taking something from me, you can't even you can't even have a career in a group, let alone have a career as a solo artist. Because name one of name one of the people name one of the people that had left one of his groups that actually became a successful solo artist. I mean, if you want to say Don, maybe. I mean, I feel like that's the reason Not- because Don is. I feel like Don's going in direction. I see it's successful. Not saying she's not successful, but like I mean successful as in achieving accomplishments and accolades. And I don't see Don with that. Now I feel like if you ask me was Don probably like one of the best vocals out the group? Yes. I feel like has she done something with her career? Yes. Do I feel like it's a successful career? Um, that's debatable. So give me one total. Um, I'm gonna be unbiased. I'm gonna be unbiased, and I'm gonna have to go with seven oh two. I have to agree with you on that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all know what's so crazy when we were doing this beforehand, like we were really getting into it behind the scenes because we were just going in. We was like, no. Like, I don't see that. And it's just funny because, you know, this is the first time, like, we've ever just gotten on air. And it's, like, without knowing how each other felt because when we got into it, like, he had his opinion. I had my opinion. And sometimes they mesh together. Sometimes they mesh together. Sometimes they strayed apart. And it's, like, now it's a surprise to me because I don't know which, di- I don't know which direction the panel is going to go do today like I don't know if like I've been shocked by some of his responses like as far as this one or that one because I was really expecting him to go with total but he actually came over to 702 with me so you know that's a good one (laughs) but you know guys like it's five minutes left but we feel like it's a couple more versus we feel like it's a couple more death matches that we have to discuss and it's not, we will not be able to do them in a timely manner. So we're coming back for 30 minutes. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed with the very last one before we end the show for the night. So we'll be right back. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Glad that you're listening. Please call in 917-889-2924. Any questions, comments, your, your opinion. Um, any other topics that we talked about, message us, torian.bayradio at iCloud.com and jjai.bayradio at Y'all mind me, still kind of fucked up from last night at iCloud.com. We'll be right back. 